Hey bestie, welcome to the Spoiled Girly Support Group podcast, where we talk about how to get that bag while also securing our own bag. I'm your host, Elle, your high value bestie. Okay, this is our very first ever episode, and I just want to welcome you, bestie. Welcome to the support group. And as our first episode, I feel like it just makes sense to explain what this is. So if you're new here, hi, hi, I'm Elle, your high value bestie. And let's make this clear. No one says high value in real life. Like, oh my gosh, bestie, you're so high value. No one says that. But bestie, it's a powerful word. And it has a lot of these connotations in your head. Like high value just means that you have done the inner work, you've grown, you're not done growing yet, but you're doing your best. And one thing I want you to realize is that words are only descriptors for reality. So you may call yourself high value, but that comes with the work of doing high value things, making high value decisions, making those high value boundaries. So the Spoiled Girly Support Group is basically for us girlies who have been heavily policed in real life, in social media, like it's rough out there. And this is our space where we can talk about our topics freely and we can help each other out because there's certain things that only spoiled girlies will get to experience certain problems that only spoiled girlies can relate to and we have a whole community of spoiled girlies who have been doing the work and they they know they know the things that you need to do to thrive as a spoiled girly and let's get into those things in a little bit because there's a lot of misconceptions about being a spoiled girly and that's what makes people turn away from it and discourage other girlies from being spoiled girlies but if you're a spoiled girly you know like you know you know how good it is so let's just dispel those myths one of the biggest things that really really improved my life is dropping girlfriends who are not spoiled girlies and who don't resonate with being a spoiled girly and actually they would police my beliefs and my behavior so that I would be more like they are and okay they're not bad people because that's just how friendships are especially female friendships female friendships are based on keeping everyone in an average so if you are not part of the average you're going to be policed if you are to this you're gonna get pulled in if you're to that you're gonna get pulled in like Female friendships are based on shared values and at the same level of achievement. And obviously, it can be done. It, you can have different girlfriends like who have different ideas as you, different this, different that. But majority of female friendships, they function on an average. So they want you to be more like them. For example, if you have a lot of corporate 9-to-5 girlies, but you yourself want to be a business owner you're not going to be pitching your business ideas to your corporate girlies. They will not understand. And this is not to say that corporate girlies are bad or whatever. You are just different. So if you want to make certain life changes, 
you need to be more around the people who are already there or who are also taking that journey of their own accord. You can't be taking people with you unless they want to be taken. And we are all leading our own paths, our own journeys for ourselves. So it's not really fair to you. It's not fair to them to drag them into this. So take people as they are. Like we can't be egotistical to say that, oh, you should be a spoiled girly. You should be a spoiled girly. Like if you're a spoiled girly, like it is inherent. It is innate. When if you didn't grow up like this and you just get tired. So if you didn't grow up as a spoiled girly or you were like, I'm going to tell you my story in a little bit, or, you know, you grew up as a spoiled girly, but then you start dating as a young woman and you fall out of it, but then you have those experiences and it makes you feel negatively, then it makes you feel a certain type of way and you can't be a non-spoiled girly anymore. Does that make sense? Anyway, so if you're a spoiled girly, it has to come from within. Like, I can't tell you a 50-50 girly that you need to be a spoiled girly. No. That's a choice that you have to make by yourself. And a lot of women are happy with 50-50 treatment because they have a truly, truly like 50-50 man who shares in the load of everything like 50-50. I've seen that happen. It's not for me. It really isn't. And that's okay. We're allowed to forge different paths in life. But this space is for the spoiled girlies. So if you're, you're not a spoiled girly, what are you doing here? You're just making yourself mad. Like, we all need to find joys in our lives. So if, if a certain type of content doesn't resonate with you, it doesn't make sense to keep consuming that content. Let me tell you about the algorithm of life. I was a scientist in a past life and, you know, learned a lot about machine learning and teaching a machine to learn. Basically, you feed it information and then it analyzes all of that, draws connections, and then I guess gives you a pattern that can predict the future, okay? Life has an algorithm. It always baffles me when people get on my content and say, I don't know how I got here. I don't even like this type of content. If you don't like a certain type of content, stop interacting with it because you are telling the algorithm, even if you don't want it, you're still reacting to it. And that's, that's true for real life too. You could say that, oh, I don't want this, I don't want that, but you're still giving it energy. Oh, I don't like loser men, I don't like broke men, but you're still talking to them. Bestie, can you not? So life has an algorithm, and this works too for good things. So like, if you want a certain type of life, you need to be consuming everything about that life. So let me tell you how I changed the algorithm of my life. It's true that whenever you are in a certain spot, a certain job, a certain career, a certain calling, you tend to be in a bubble. If you're in the military, you're in a bubble. If you're in academia, you're in a bubble. Like, you're in a bubble. But if your bubble is no longer serving you, you need to get out of your bubble. You need to pop that bubble and get out. If you want to change your life, 
you need to be consuming content you need to be consuming the presence of other people who already belong in your future life how i changed the algorithm of my life is i started by observing people and uh, let me tell you a story about how i did that basically i was in academia i was tired bestie it's exhausting like not only physically okay 90 percent of scientific research is cleaning and setting up and if you have animals you know take care of animals like and 10 percent of it is the actual like data collection and analysis and uh, it's a lot of writing you know it's a lot on your brain and uh, if your lab is baroque you gotta clean your own stuff too so it's a lot of physical and mental where i was tired i was just tired bestie and i'm like okay i'm driving to my lab I see all these women. I live in Orange County. If you don't know, it's the home of housewives, okay? It's very normal here. So I don't know how I didn't get into that earlier, but whatever. Um, so I was driving to my lab and all these women, they're walking. In the middle of a workday, they're walking. They, they had nowhere else to be. So they were wearing their Lululemon and they're like walking in groups like it's a thing and I'm like oh must be nice I was back then in my 50 50 headspace I was in my okay that's so embarrassing I was a pick me I know bestie I know that's how you know that's how you know that like I know I've already forgiven myself for doing that okay I'm done forgave myself but I was, and I'm like, ugh. But over time, I'm like, these women are smart. So like, okay, I was in academia. I thought I was smart, but uh-uh, I was just book smart. I thought I was smart for like, oh, getting into a PhD program. And these women, they were smart. They knew, and they were so in touch with themselves. They already knew that this is the most effective way to live life. And no shade to my academic girlies, my academia girlies. I know how difficult it is, so more power to you. And so I watch these women and they're, you know, doing their thing. And I'm like, okay, I need to do something different. And uh, I noticed they were wearing Lululemon. Okay. Okay. Lululemon, I'm going to need a sponsorship because I'm obsessed and I'm loyal. Okay. I tried getting into aloe. It's, it's not happening. Okay, so they were all wearing Lululemon, and let me tell you, I got my very first pair. Okay, as an academic, how much was I making? Below minimum wage, okay? I used, okay, I couldn't afford it. I used my dad's credit card, okay? I got myself a pair of Lululemon leggings, and let me tell you, it changed my life. The moment I put on that pair, I felt like I was hot, and... I remember I was just starting my working out phase as well. Okay, if you're new here, we are fitness girlies here, okay? And I was like, ooh, it really motivated me to go to the gym, number one. And number two, it made me realize that I would no longer date men who would not make 
daily walks on a weekday on like during work hours a thing for me like if I had to be in an office working a day job where I cannot wear my Lululemon if a man is not gonna provide a housewife lifestyle for me it's not gonna happen like this is the standard me wearing my Lululemon leggings on a weekday during work hours that's the standard okay it changed my life like how I viewed everything and that's the power of clothing too it's powerful and it creates that mindset shift in your head and one of the biggest things that i like to emphasize is mindset is very difficult to change it's true i can't be you know just telling you things but here's the trick bestie you need to change the reality to change the mindset so I changed my reality. I stopped wearing the ratty jeans that didn't fit, had holes in them because, you know, I had a lot of acid spill, like, you know, all that. And I stopped wearing ratty things. I stopped wearing, like, things that I would no longer wear in my future life. And you know what I started wearing? My athleisure. Every day. Every day I dressed up as a housewife. I was going to my lab. And it didn't matter. I had a lab coat, right? Didn't matter. So... I had my leggings on and I created that reality. Like I was dressing up as a Lululemon housewife, even though I had a day job. I didn't care. And and it was just like in my head, I'm not going to be in this space forever. I didn't know it at the time, obviously, because I did love the work. I loved it so much and I still miss it. But you know what? When I grow up, I have future plans with science, okay? Um... And so I dressed up as a Lululemon housewife. And now I'm filming a podcast, which is my passion project. And in my Lululemon, during a work day, during work hours, that's the power of changing the reality before the mindset, bestie. Let's talk about the misconceptions about being a spoiled girly because there's a lot, right? And I just want you to have the mental protection for whenever people bring these issues up. I just want to say now that life is not perfect. You can do everything to take everything into account and, you know, plan, do all your plans. But life happens. Life is so unpredictable. But... We are statistics girlies here as well. And you just have to increase the chances of a good outcome and just do your best. That's all. You can't control everything. You're not God, okay? So have a little humility and realize that just doing your best, that's enough. Okay? So here's a misconception about being a spoiled girly. Number one, the financial insecurity. This is a very complex topic, but let me, let me condense it for you. Bestie, if you are going 50-50 with a man, you're spending your money. But if you're not paying for bills, then you get to save all the money you would have paid for bills. And... Like, what? If you're telling me that you're going to be financially secure if you don't go 50-50, like, the math is not mathing. 
No one says that you have to quit your job, that you have to stay home for a man if you don't want to, if you don't have anything else planned after that. And number two, never ever be a stay-at-home girlfriend for someone who does not replace your income. And obviously, if you are making a huge amount of money, but you are working a job that you're not really passionate about, it's draining you and you cannot wait to leave that job, you have to be realistic, bestie. But all I'm saying is you don't need to financially disadvantage yourself. As a spoiled girly, I would warrant that you would actually make more money as a spoiled girly when you think about it. Because let me tell you my story, okay? I actually am more efficient at making money now because I was able to pursue self-employment. I had that space. I no longer needed to you know, fight my way in academia for these minimum wage jobs. And okay, after I, I'd get my degrees and stuff, I'd be working in a lab. How much am I going to make, you know? And I was not willing to put in that type of work. I'm not. I'm not. And I acknowledge that, and that's okay. So you need to be realistic, bestie. But, like I said, no one's saying you need to quit your job. No one. And like I said, the math is mathing. If you're not using your money to pay for bills, you can save and invest it. Financial security and stability, personal finance is a cornerstone of the Spoiled Girly support group. Get it right. Okay, another misconception is that you are taking advantage of men. Bestie. Okay, have these people been around men? Like... Do you really think that men will allow themselves to be taken advantage of? Listen, I love men and I know that they are self-efficient. They are one of the most self-advocating people out there. Can you be real? <sighs> men are not being taken advantage of. Bestie... You need to recognize your inherent worth because you have so much and a lot of people are trying to make you stay asleep to that fact. If you are not being protected and provided for, you are being taken advantage of. I'm going to repeat that because I feel like we all need to hear it. If you are not being protected and provided for, you are being taken advantage of. And... That's one of the most painful realizations to ever make. I had to make that. And that's just how it is. You know what? This group, you will get hurt. And it's part of the process. I hurt a lot of people's feelings, but you know what? It's for our own good, okay? I even hurt my own feelings when I first started doing this. So it's okay. You know what? We're resilient girlies. We are not the strong, independent woman who don't need no man, but, you know, we're healed. We can take it. We're big girls. And you know what? Here's the thing, too, is that you need to pick a struggle in life. So if the struggle of self-realization is what you need to overcome so that you will no longer have to struggle in real life, that's a pretty good deal to me, bestie. So yeah, 
I think we're gonna come to a lot of realizations here and I'd love to hear from you bestie I'm on TikTok and Instagram as ManifestL, so reach out to me because I can only serve you if you let me know what you need. And I think that is a wrap for us. Now get that bag, bestie.